It's Elite POV. Coming live to your area on Twitch.tv. We are your number one place for everything in the world of all elite wrestling. And just remember, when you're with us, you'll always be elite. Yo, it's clear to see when you open up your feed that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. We bring the heat to your screen every week cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. So understand every time that we speak that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Our three letters is all you'll ever need cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Elite POV, where other company CEOs are retiring, and you know Except what ours. that means. <laughs> I am one. Who knows? This going to be. It's a long show. Uh, <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium, and maybe you can call me retired at the end of this podcast. Let's see how things go. Alongside my daughter, who might run the company, uh, Jackie Cataldo. What's up? Jackie Cataldo. What? You changed last <laughs> You can't, like you do it you cannot go rogue and then like pop me because then now i don't now i don't even know what to say oh man just threw completely threw me off now i got a new last name don't even have my nickname don't even get my usual intro wow shit is just just popping off but uh yeah it's a friday night Things are wild in the world of wrestling. It's just like you, you can't predict this stuff. It's crazy. But uh, we're here and uh, we thank you for tuning in because I, I think, in my personal opinion, shit is much better here than whatever's happening on a, a Friday night on whatever channel that other show is happening on. These oh, what's up, everybody? Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. And listen, for people asking, you know, how come Ant's not on the show anymore? Well, Anthony Cataldo, my son, I fired him at the Royal Rumble. Sorry. I didn't like his Your things. Son. Got rid of him. But <laughs> luckily, we are joined by this new businessman I brought in that surely isn't plotting against me to take this show over. And that's Mr. <laughs> Kyle Khan. Kyle What's Khan. going on? Oh, man, I am. Let me, like, I got to bask. Got to bask for a second, guys. Hang on here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it was really loud. Probably blew people's eardrums. <laughs> oh Gotta love this day. Gotta love when a pervert retires. Gotta love when women in wrestling feel safe again. Because Vince of Man. Nah 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 nah. What's going on, everybody? How are you all doing today? How are my hosts doing today? How are you three? How are you two three? To say, well, Eddie we Kings is not a host. Doing. <laughs> yeah. oh, We're doing God. good. 
We're doing good. It's good. But, uh, oh, I know. If I had time, Adam, Adam's in the chat saying, have expecting Kyle to have birthday hat and party here. If I had time, I would go the whole shebang. I would go the whole shebang. If, the whole uh, shebang. If I had time to go buy, I would buy everybody cake, champagne, and champagne, everything. Champagne. Champagne. Tequila, $180 worth. We, we have alternatives, though, Tequila. and we have this. And let me play it. So I'm done talking. You guys I love play. how we can't hear it. I hope they can hear it. I heard a little bit. Yeah. I know. I still figure out the soundboard. But everyone in the chat can hear this. It's time to celebrate. Damn, Kimmy McMahon, you're celebrating when your coworkers get fired? Anyways, let's get into the show. Enough celebrating. Yeah, so a little bit of news, a little bit of news um, (laughs) in the regards to the few people who care about these things. um, (laughs) We were able to get tickets to other shows besides All Out because uh, Big uh, Big Money Tony Khan actually announced these in enough time that we could prepare for them. And that's one. Kyle is going to AEW Dynamite in Buffalo. I sure am. And me and Jackie, thanks to Jackie Cataldo, my daughter, uh, are going to Grand Salami. Hey! In, in Zelina Bay. <laughs> I was laughing hysterically, and Jackie didn't pop. No pop. Because it, what the hell does that even no pop. mean? Grand Salami <laughs> In Zelina Vega, New York. Where is Zelina Vega from? Queens. Okay. What is another way to be annoying and say Grand Slam? You say Grand Salami. All right. Do you even watch the baseball? Come on, Jackie. Jackie get it together. Oh. Well, clearly, clearly, I don't. Jack, and also, because we all know why Jackie's head's in the clouds. Tomorrow, we're recording this on a Friday this week. So tomorrow night, Jackie will be at Def Before Dishonor. In somewhere in Massachusetts, Lowell, 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 in the lower, lower Massachusetts. Fuck. fuck all of Massachusetts, all right? Whoa. Massachusetts, all right? Whoa. Fuck that place. Okay. Wow. I said it. I said it. I'm wearing a Yankee hat. I said it. Right? All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, Jackie will be there. So if you're there, make sure you go up to her and say hi at a respectable distance. Okay. Vince just got charged. You don't need to get charged too. Mm. Okay, except the law and justice when it comes to Jackie is these hands. Hey. So you make a decision if you wanna if you wanna cross her, you know? And then the other rumor that's going around that has a very a, a very young, impressionable, beautiful child like Kyle Masters, very excited, and that is the rumors that Kenny Omega's returning soon. Oh. Oh. But first off, where are you guys sitting for Grand Slam? I forgot to ask you guys that. Like where are, you, where are in, your tickets? We're in section one thirteen. Oh, nice lower bowl. One thirteen, one hundred three. All right, something like that. All right, all right. I mean, oh, side side note, Kyle, because we love to make fun of Kimmy on the show. Always. Kimmy messages me right and goes, "Where are you guys sitting?" So to be an asshole, because we all know I'm an asshole, right? I say <laughs> no. front row. Oh, to piss her off, and you know what she says? What? Me too. <laughs> And it's serious. And I was like, fuck you, Kimmy. <laughs> big money back. No. Big, big money bags, Kimmy over here. Same front row. <laughs> All right. I was trying to joke and play around, have a good time. 
Kimmy will be sitting front row at Grand Slam. Oh wait, she actually is. I thought yes. <laughs> I thought yes. I thought she was just. Wow. I thought she was just joking. <laughs> no, she was not joking. She was being dead serious. You played yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Kimmy Sage out here enjoying her suspension, sitting front row at Grand Slam. I mean, if we're on the brag Christ. train, I'm sitting ramp side for Dynamite in Buffalo. So every entrance, you guys are going to see my face. Because I'm going to be right there on the ramp. I'm just, I'm brainstorming signs right now. And the one sign I told Phil, I'm like, book the women for 8 o'clock. <laughs> book the women before 9.30. Yeah. That's going to be a that's fucking be a sign I hold up. First hour women's match. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, First hour women's God. match. That's a great sign. I'm okay. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's the least offensive approach. Yeah, uh, I got I got to think of some good ones. I I, I got a lot of pressure sitting. You got to right? you got to you got to make a video game one. That seems to be very popular. Yeah, a video game one. So I'll make I'm gonna make a few. I got I but I got I have to make an impressionable. Uh, I have to be an impressionable fan that night. You know, people got to go back. And be like, oh, remember that sign? And be like, that was me. Remember that guy? Then you'll yeah. be the AEW sign guy, and you'll go to all the shows. Yeah, mate. Well, you know, if I want to go broke, probably. Yo, listen, if you're at when you're at that Buffalo show, Kyle, just remember to wear an outfit you like because you'll be wearing it for the next 10 years of your life. Yeah. <laughs> so I just... am going to wear one of the face turn T-shirts. And it's probably going to be the MJF one where it says I'm an un- uneducated mark pointing at myself. And at the top, it says <laughs> I pretend to watch New Japan. <laughs> yeah, no, here's what you do. Wear a, a Cody Rhodes shirt and then hold the sign up that says I'm here for the show. Half- <laughs> Quit this show halfway to get more money. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so, so let's get into this week's episode of AW Dynamite, and I want to start with what our our show is named after this week. I want to start with something that was ninety nine percent good. Oh, we forgot to talk about Omega though. All right, go. I forgot we went off. Go yeah. before we get into the show, Kyle. Tell me, tell me. I want to know how what you guys think though. Is. Yeah, but like, I want to know what, what you guys think. Like, how do you think it's going to be booked? Because I've heard like almost like three or four different ways that they could bring back Omega. Um, I'll list off a few, and you guys let me know what you think. One was mm-hmm. obviously the trios, right? Like they're aiming for. Mm-hmm. But like, how if 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 they were going towards Hangman and the Bucks, it doesn't really make sense. Like, where are you going to fit Kenny into that? Right. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Excuse me. I gotta. Holy shit. I've never sneezed on air before. There we go. Um. <laughs> Vince, Vince retires. Everything's in shambles now. Kyle's sneezing on air. God, like mid-sentence. Jesus, I don't think I've Jackie ever done is that. a new last name. But anyways, um, yeah. Uh, that I've seen where he does team with the Bucks to face Cole and Red Dragon, them coming back. Because there's rumors about Adam Cole coming back closer to All Out. I've also read uh, it was Kenny and the Bucks against Osprey and United Empire. Because of the beef of of Kenny and and Osprey, the last couple months has been intensified. The last couple of weeks, yeah. including today, which had mm-hmm. Will Osprey's shirt that he put up, him doing the one winged angel, and on the back said "Better than the best bout machine." That was mm-hmm. cease and desist and taken off of pro wrestling tees. Whether that's like a shoot or a war, like whatever the hell that is, you know don't 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 get yourself worked out there. You you never, you never know. I don't know what's going on because like. Yeah. Uh, the one of the other accounts, not pro wrestling tees, but the one hour, one hour tees or whatever, they like mm-hmm. put a bunch of hashtags and tagged Will Osprey. I'm like, if this was real, would they do all that? Nah, in a tweet, they would have just let it. Yeah, they would just let it get taken down yeah. and not even mention it. So that's that's possible. That'd be really cool. Or even like the inevitable, just Kenny and Osprey. That's like, 
I don't know. Be you, great match. you sell, you wait, and that's like your stadium match, mm-hmm. which, you know. But first, before I want to get into what I found out today, I'll let you two talk about Kenny Omega. What do you guys think? So I personally think it it all depends on how soon Punk is to coming back. Because I think if Kenny comes back at all out and Punk's not ready yet, you know, maybe we'll yeah. get a Kenny and Moxley just to do a big main event for that building. Um, if Punk is coming back, I can see... I don't see the weird thing, like you said, with the trios title is it's clearly going Bucks and Hangman. So does this mean maybe Kenny and and Adam happen a lot sooner? And then that eventually leads to something down the line. But the Bucks and Hangman's reunion comes. There's a lot of stuff in the air. Or maybe Kenny returns at All Out, not necessarily have a match, but you know what I mean? Like shows up. Yeah, it's possible. Adam Cole could cut a promo and be like, some some broken and then Kenny comes out the same way Adam Cole broken. came out for him. <laughs> I think you're I going know. Matt Hardy. I'm like, oh, Matt Hardy. His body's I was going to say, like, why the hell is Matt Hardy coming out here again? <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. What do you think, Jackie? Any ideas of how you would book Kenny to come back? I don't know. Like, it's just, I know that they've been leaning really hard into the Young Bucks and the Hangman Adam Page reunion. It It's very strange because there were so many you know, unknown variables that came up because when Kenny left, there was the, the Adam Cole, you know, situation also where it looked like Kenny was going to come back and there was going to be the feud with, you know, with Adam Cole coming back. And I'm like, but then Adam Cole got hurt. And then I'm like, no. So like, where does that leave Kenny when he comes back? If Adam Cole's not there to pick up the feud with, yeah. But then it's like they're not going to drop the hangman thing just because Kenny could potentially be coming back into the fold. But then I'm like, if they're going to do a trios title, would I love to see the OG, you know, elite reunite for a potential trios title run? There's like there's, there's so many freaking ways that it could go that I'm like, but where where like where do the parts shift into? All I know is. Right now, it just looks like All Out became a really, really big hot show. ticket. It's going to be a big it show. It became such a hot ticket yeah. because if they do the Kenny Omega return at All Out, that shit is going to be such fire. Um, mm-hmm. No matter what role they put him in, when he comes back, that return is going to be huge because his absence, despite the, the fact that the show has gone on very well without him, his absence has been so felt at least by me and I'm sure by many others. Um, I, I just can't wait to see him come back and come back healthy because if he was performing at that level, that hurt my God, the way yeah. he's going to yeah. be when he comes back healed is going to be like phenomenal. And ascendant brings up a good point. He said, Kenny comes back, but he doesn't come alone. Golden elite. That's a possibility. Fall out um, my chair. Oh man! Yeah, right. Stop. That's a possibility. If, if they did, you don't understand. If they did, if they had Kenny come out with Kota Ibushi, the roof would literally come off the. Uh, I was gonna say United Center, but the the now arena, it would come. It would come right off. It clean would just pop right off. Like that. Mo- people are waiting for that moment to either they team up again or there's like a, a reunion of some sort. Yep. Um. But man. Um. It's all been interesting, be crazy. and it's interesting that these guys are all going to be coming back almost at the same time, where the discussion 
is often had on wrestling Twitter or whatnot. Can AEW run a big stadium show? There are talks. So Dave Meltzer, there are talks. Now Dave Meltzer tweets something today, and I'm like, he's got to have heard something. He's got to have heard something to, to tweet this question out there. So Dave Meltzer today tweeted a question. He's like, to people in Ontario, and he's referencing Ontario, Canada, not Ontario, California. He actually put that in the tweet. <laughs> um, if AW ran a stadium show in Toronto, like on, meaning on we says Ontario, Toronto, because they wouldn't run anywhere else there in Ontario, um, in either November or February, which is either full gear or revolution, will it sell out? Or what? What would they sell? Like uh, he asked, like what would they? What would they sell in tickets? And it got a lot of responses, and it got a lot of responses from a lot of wrestlers. So I wonder if people know stuff. Like there's because we know that they they want to come to Toronto. Are they going to come to Toronto for a stadium show? Now November and February is the perfect time to run a stadium show in Toronto because the Blue Jays don't play in November or February. Season MLB season doesn't start till April, and the MLB season's done by the end of October. So, and that November is stretching it though. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not really familiar with baseball. I don't know if there's baseball in the beginning of November. There might no, be. So ba- the the World Series, if everything goes right, the World Series ends in in October. It has gone in November, but that's because of like games getting canceled. Or like all the series going seven games, it would have to be a lot for that to happen. Yeah, Kimmy, don't owe Kyle but, me because your quote unquote source said, "Listen, New Jersey was full gear. We can't the go number one thing until is it's confirmed. The fucking Blue Jays suck, and they're not going to the World Series, so we don't have yeah. to worry about that. So they can still run that building. <laughs> but you never know; you, they can't just go based off that, right? If you're a business person, you can't. So you know, it would probably most likely be Revolution. The, the real question is: the real question is, does AEW have the balls? to fucking last minute book a stadium like they did the now arena because now you're trying to fill like i don't know how many seats to the well they don't have to do the full stadium right you can do half a stadium oh like like wwe did yeah they do like 30, 20 to thirty thousand seats the 30th max right because yeah, what I what mean, they just what's di- what's grand slam what's that what's that max capacity or what did they do last, last year? They did 20,000. Last year, 20, they did 20 something thousand. I'm pretty sure it was like 21 or 22 last year. So for them to go to Toronto, where people in Canada are screaming for any kind of AEW show, it's for international travels. They'll come to whatever. Like the two people I sat with at Forbidden Door came from Ireland. Like people will fly for events. AEW's first stadium show is going to draw. And when you have all these people back in, like a Kenny Omega, CM Punk, Adam Cole, you know what I mean? Mixed in with the rest of the roster. You can easily set out, sell out 30,000 seats. If they push it to 30, 30 to 35, they can easily sell that in, in a stadium show. Listen, I just got the text on the private line from head Booker Carey. The private TK line. TK owns a stadium. TK owns a stadium in London. He should test run there. I fully agree, Carey. We all agree with that. Will it happen? Probably not. Probably not I, I don't know. I, I think they'll go next year. Next year, yeah. For sure. I think the Toronto thing is going to be first just because Tony Khan has m- more ties in Toronto, it's a, it's a little easier at right now, I think, maybe for him to go to Toronto for like I know international travel is still iffy nowadays, but uh, oh god, but hope, we hope I want it hope. to be a UK show really badly, yeah, that'd be dope because really cool. UK crowd is oh god, 
insane. They're nuts over there. Insane. <laughs> we gotta we gotta to start taking yeah. bets on what superstars entrances they're gonna sing. Everyone. That isn't Chris Jericho. <laughs> Jungle Boy. It's gonna be Jungle Boys. You're, they're, you got John Moxley, uh, Adam Cole's. Like there are a lot of songs that they, they, there's there's a lot of singable crowd Jackie songs. Rodriguez, all main eventers here. <laughs> all main eventers. Seven star Jackie R. Thank but you. Not Kyle. tonight. She's not. Get it right. Yeah. Not tonight. She's not. Phil's daughter Jackie Cataldo, <laughs> the co CEO of Elite POV. Co CEO. Kyle Khan. <laughs> Jackie Cataldo. <laughs> uh, anyways. Oh, that's true. Adam, the pop that Pac would get. Woo! Oh, yeah. Skyrocket. Hey, listen, and he'll be on that show. You know why? Because yeah. ain't no fight issues when you live in the fucking UK. <laughs> if he misses that show, just fire him. <laughs> Fuck. Misses it because uh, he gets stuck in traffic. Yeah, exactly right. Like, bro, we need to get you here like a week earlier. <laughs> Fuck. But uh, speaking of crazy shit, um, so like I was mentioning before, the main event of Dynamite last night, 99% good. Right? Match starts. I go, look at this fucking shit show. Why do they do stupid shit like this? But then because we all know this, Phil is always wrong. Okay? Phil always changes his mind fucking later on. Oh, Kimmy's always wrong. Phil always changes his mind. I really enjoyed the match. I thought it was a fucking mess in the best kind of way. I thought it was one of the funniest moments of the year. That yet again, they can't figure out a fucking lock in this company. I don't know. Who was responsible for getting the right key on the right chain in order to open the right lock? Oh, God. That person needs to be fired because, like, well, you made it's it. not. Or Ty Conti looks stupid. Shit like that looks bad. I mean, the cameraman, I mean, whoever's controlling in the, in the truck should have panned over to the ring. That that whole. Even then, thing. it should have opened right away. Like, yeah. go, give me a fucking break, right? Yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I want to start off with, and then we'll go back and talk about the match. And I want to start with you, Jackie. The end. They have booked this as the final encounter. This is it. This is the moment. We're going to get everything we want. Eddie Kingston's going to go over, especially the way the match was booked. It looked like Eddie Kingston was going over. But no, Chris Jericho won, and people were very upset. How did you feel about this as a big Eddie Kingston fan that we know you are? Yeah purposes it looked like this was going to be the final chapter in this saga but we all know every chris jericho feud in the history of AEW has to be 66 matches long for whatever reason i don't get it right, get it right. it's got to be 80 we know the reason jackie okay i don't mind a long feud but this at some point is overkill and it's just it's not doing it for me. I have been very vocal about the fact, I think probably like a month ago, I was already really done with this feud. And when <laughs> I, I'm like fumbling here because I'm trying to think of the most, <laughs> di- um, the most diplomatic way I, to I was, see this. And, 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 and if, I just if, like, if, no, I'm so pissed. And I try to like be open-minded and think like, okay, well, where are they trying to take this? I just, I don't care to know where they're trying to go with this anymore. We're tired, Jackie. We are tired. I'm so tired because it's like, 
Eddie Kingston is one of the most over people without question in the company. When he comes out, he gets one of the biggest reactions. People freaking love Eddie Kingston. I don't want him to go out to the ring and start becoming like, I don't think it's that the people are going to turn on him, but I don't want it to be that he goes out there and he's now become synonymous with like, oh God, we're going to see Eddie. And now we have to see him and Jericho and the JAS have to come with him. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't want him to become synonymous with this stale ass feud. And maybe there's a portion of the population that are watching this show that are okay with this feud. I haven't met anybody that's okay with it, but it's just like, I'm just so beyond it. Even like the way that it ended, like where he got the upper hand, like the match is over, he lost. And then it ends with him throwing Jericho into the freaking spider web and getting the upper hand. I'm like, well, what was the freaking point? That was lame, by what the is, way. What is, it looks so bad. What <laughs> is the point? Like, and then people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, even if he lost, he still got the upper hand. So what? He's still freaking lost. And for all intents and purposes, this feud is going to continue. For what? Who wants to see that? I I'm think the, like, biggest so problem, the biggest problem is, right, you think about the best, you know, long-term feud that AEW's done, Hangman and Kenny. You think of, you know, Kenny and Moxley. That was a long-term feud. The thing that they do with those they go away from them and then they come back and they don't repeat matches, right? When Kenny and Moxley fought each other, they did that crazy hardcore match. Then it wasn't, oh, blood and guts. And then the fuck, it, it didn't, whatever, right? They did the exploding barbed wire death match, or whatever, but like that was it. That's where it stopped. And I think that the problem with Chris Jericho feuds are they're all the same. When it first happens, you're like, here we go. This is going to be awesome. Chris Jericho versus this newer talent. Right. And, and I know Eddie Kingston's older, but he's still newer to, you know, this like big fan base with them being on TV and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hell yeah. Jericho and Kingston, this is going to be fucking awesome. Jericho's going to get Kingston over through the roof and it's going to be great. But then the storyline is I got the upper hand. Fuck you, Kingston. I got the upper. And it's just it never it hits this wall and you can't get past it. Then it's like, all right, it's going to end in blood and guts. Eddie's going to make him bleed and it's going to end. Nope. Claudio gets the submission. Oh, maybe they're going to spin this into Claudio versus Eddie. Nope, Claudio's in ROH and Eddie is still fighting Jericho. All right, it's this weird fucking gimmicky match for Shark Week. But, hey, Eddie's going to go over and that's what we want. No, Eddie doesn't go over. And we're like, wait a minute. So what does this mean, right? And I, and I know that, like, even though Jericho's going on tour in the fall with Fozzie, that he's still going to show up to Dynamite. I get it. And Tony Khan yeah. is his favorite wrestler of all time. So Jericho's going to always get booked strong. I get it. But like, what about Eddie? Like, I don't, I don't, I, he needs to just win. And I understand he beat Jericho in the feud already in a singles match. But the whole point was I'm going to destroy him and I'm going to move on. And now like him saying, like Ascendant saying, remember when um, PMP would break away from Jericho's shit? Yeah. And now Santana's hurt for probably a year, eight months to a year. And it's like, what the fuck? And it's this whole thing. It's just a mess. And, and this is where I feel like, and I've said it on, all these shows last couple of weeks. The one issue that I have with Tony Khan's style of booking is when stuff happens where maybe he should end it early, he does not. He keeps shit going. And I don't understand why you don't. I mean, if they have a fucking match it all out, as much as I love Eddie Kingston, I'm getting up. I'm doing anything else because I don't care. And That's I don't funny. believe the feud's going to end. 
You know what's funny? The, someone posted, and I, I went and tried to look through my likes just now, and I, I thought I liked it. Someone reposted a, a screenshot of an AEW clip on their YouTube channel from March of Eddie Kingston and Jericho, and the the, the title of the video was like the it was like the final showdown between yeah. Eddie Eddie Kingston yeah. and Jericho. Here we are in July. Oh my god! <laughs> Which wouldn't be a problem if they went away from it. If yeah. if after Blood and Guts. Eddie was in a feud with Claudio, and then three months from now, him and Jericho had this match. Fine. You went away from it. We forgot about it. Jericho did some things. Kingston did some things. And they still come back together, and then hopefully Kingston would win. But they're not doing that. They're just it, – it, it, it's like a vacuum, right? It's like yeah. sucking in all these people. Like, oh, we got the JAS, uh, the JAS in here. Santana and Ortiz are in here. Now we're bringing in – um. Combat Club, Blackpool Combat Club. It's just now tiring. we're bringing in Anna Jay and Ruby. Like, what is happening? You said it. You, like, you said it the best. Like, it, it's the same thing over. Like, it's it, ever since. It's literally the same feud ever since he first made the Inner Circle. It's literally the same feud, just with different people. And, and we're tired of it at this point, right? It could be some like this would match if this was something different. If they had to book the JS and and this group of people different than the way they booked all his other feuds. I think people would have enjoyed this match a lot better because it's the same formulaic uh, stuff between Jericho's factions and every feud he mm -hmm. does. People are just sick and tired. Like, they're just tired of seeing this go on and on. And as soon as Jericho got the win, people, like, you get that big feeling of, like, fatigue. Like, oh, my God, here we go. This thing's going to continue now. Like, this should have been it. Eddie Kingston should have just destroyed Jericho and threw him into the spider webs, and then we move on with our lives, and we move on to a feud for All Out. But no... It's surely going to continue now into All Out for sure. I don't know what's... I think the end game is probably going to be Brian Danielson returning and it's going to be Brian Danielson and Jericho at the All Out. That's my guess. Probably. I can see that, which I'm not, I'm not really well, excited about. It sucks about for Eddie it. because it, it should be... like This whole feud should have been surrounded at getting Eddie over and then finally beating Jericho and then you know Eddie then transcending into a title feud right after. And then maybe Jericho... You know, while his band tours and, and while we get a break from him, maybe Jericho plays more of like the mentor role like Taz does for Team Taz and is just trying to get his people to win. Because now, and I want to transition to this because this is a big deal to me, you have Anna Jay turning heel, potentially from what it looks like, not in Dark Order anymore, which is a huge deal, considering, what, two weeks ago they were like, Dark Order's forever, right? Yeah. And now... It's her and Ty in this feud with Ruby, and Anna's with JAS. And I know the second it happened, Carrie texted me. It was like, fucking great. Now Anna Jay's not going to wrestle anymore either. Because once uh, Ty got put with Sammy, and in, especially now with the JAS, you don't wrestle. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all Jericho. It's all Hager. That's all the fuck we're getting. Right? And, it's, and I don't want that to happen even more to Ty, and I don't want that to happen to Anna. I want them to be able to use these members. There's nothing wrong with letting other people shine. It shouldn't have to wait until the group breaks up yeah. in order for them to shine, especially with all these fucking titles in the company and a trio's title coming. You can do some cool things. Yep. I'm just tired of Jericho, man. Seriously. Now, that, like, when Jericho comes out, I used to get, like, hype. Like, in, even in the beginning, I used to get hype for, like, Jericho's feuds. Now it's just, like, so you, as soon as he comes out, it's just, like, like... Because you know, it's four minutes you know how to go, and it's not fun. Yeah. As the biggest, the best rivalry of 2022 is Kyle versus his soundboard. 
<laughs> but yeah, Jackie, how do you feel Anna turning heel? I think, you know, like as somebody who came into the spotlight as a heel, I think it's a good switch up for her. It'll be a way to kind of refresh her a little bit. Um, it was a shocking swerve. I didn't think that they were going to do that. My original guess was that they were going to have Taikanti and Anna Jay feud with each other. Um, so, and I know like just last week we were like, you know, saying like, no, no, we don't want that. We don't want her to join JS. No, that'll be like a detriment to her career. Like, you know, absolutely not. And then, you know, be careful what you say because we freaking jinxed it. And now it looks like that's the direction that they're going in. But I think it could be cool as long as she doesn't get sucked into the vacuum and they play it up as a as moving into an actual feud that will lead to actual matches um, with Ruby and Ty Conti and stuff like that. Well, like, I saw the, a lot of people pointing out that, you know, Ruby's outnumbered. And I saw a lot of people mm-hmm. posting old pictures of Ruby in the Indies alongside Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Who's a free agent right now? Mm-hmm. So King Coda, King Coda could name. be coming in. I that would be a huge get for this feud, and not only that, the division, right? If you get a, if you get a King Coda in here, God, that's gonna. I mean, you're just you're just improving your women's division, right? It would be it would be a huge get if they start doing what they need to do in terms of really doing the right thing with booking. Oh, don't worry, I'm gonna bring division. my sign. Don't worry. Yeah. Kyle's going to fix everything. (laughs) My sign will fix everything, Jackie. Don't you worry your little head. (laughs) Because, you know, you could do all the acquisitions in the world, but if you're not working properly with what you've already got, you know, let's work on that a little bit. And the scary thing for AEW is, right, and bring it back to what we talked about in the beginning of the show, if WWE can somehow right that ship, if Triple H and Stephanie can somehow fix morale to the point where people actually want to either go back, re-sign, or go there for the first time, AEW, especially in the women's division, needs to get their shit together. Because a big issue is people, in WWE, you have all this time, and they're not booking everybody, right? So people are like, fuck that, I'm gonna go somewhere else. So if you look, your first, you know, if you leave WWE as a woman's wrestler, your first thought is AEW because they're the second biggest company in North America, right? And New Japan doesn't really showcase to women like that anyway. So you're not even thinking that. And Impact, as incredible as that women's division is, there's like 200 people in the crowd. Are they even going to be able to pay you the money that you want in order to be a wrestler as a living and not have to do all these other things? So if AEW keeps fucking up the women's division, they're going to, people are not going to want to come. And the shining star, the one everyone's looking at is Sasha in January. You need to start booking that division better. If you want a chance to bring in Sasha, Uh, because you can't just have people like on rampage last week. We're all super excited about the match. The match was like two minutes long and the renegade twins are really good. Why don't you let them have like an actual match? Yeah. I wonder if the news today changes Sasha's mind. According to Sean Ross Sapp, it doesn't. Oh, okay. That's bad. The, they're already. She's yeah. So I mean, and, and even it's. I mean, but then again, Sasha may go back. You and, look at and we, the way the division is being quote booked, unquote it, said by her January. But hey, dub. Yeah, you know, know, working or shooting, just all out while we're there. What if something happens? And you know, the 
But even so, like, um, Ascendant's is, talking in the chat. Oh, go ahead, Kyle. I was just gonna say there's massive expectations with All Out. I'm just saying after what happened last year with the debuts, you know, the expectation is very high for AW to go into All Out and deliver something of a debut of some sort. So I wouldn't expect. I would expect at least one, possibly two debuts happening at All Out. And yeah, Sasha would be a big that. one, or Paige. Mm-hmm. Paige could be one that comes in as well. That would be a big pop. I mean, let it let it be the women this time, you know? The, the two men got their, the chance. Lot, or, I mean, Ruby debuted, what, All Out as well last year? Yep. She did. So, hey, let the let the big talk of the town be like freaking, man, just like if that that's the talk. I mean, it's not going to end the pay-per-view, but that's, that'd be one of the talks of the pay-per-view. I was like, what if they do like a, a Kenny and a, a Sasha, right? Like that's that'd be insane. <laughs> that's, that would be insane. That's a home run right there. You know, pun intended yeah. going in the grand slam. So well, look like, so Ascended is saying, you know, the, the stuff with like Britt and, and Jamie, right? Made me think of something. So tonight on Rampage, we have Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter in a match. We don't know who their opponents are, which means it's going to be a squash match. It's going to be super quick and no one's going to care, Right. My thing with women's wrestling, no but, matter what, but you know they're going to build the few that they're currently in. There's going to be something no, against Thunderstorm. Yeah. I get it, but you could. The, they don't do this with the men, and this is what pisses me off. This is why Impact. I don't care who's on their roster. What do you mean they, they don't always do this with have the, the best women's division? No, they don't do like these. Um, like you know who they're facing. It's not just like, and there will be an action. The only time they do that is when they have the open challenge for things. It's not like I've John seen in action with for the men though. Very I've rarely they do it with the women a lot because the matches mean so little they don't even care. It doesn't. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Like the, it was taped on Wednesday. We know who their opponents are, right? So just say it. But you're not building up people for them to go against. And yes, I understand a lot of the women are hurt or potentially have COVID, like a Layla Gray or something. Like we don't know what's going on, you know. But it's still like you have women. You have enough women on the roster you could do something with. And you're using Elevation and Dark to build women up. So it should have been like, yo, they're going against the Renegade Twins. There should have been a fucking countdown or something set on Dynamite where it's like, oh, shit, these girls have been busting ass on Dark and Elevation. They could be a threat. And then, of course, Athena and Statlander end up winning anyway. Who cares? Or, you know, Willow, whatever it is. So, like, that's fine. But use the women you have and put them in matches that you can get hype about. Like, when we had, like, what was the one random match we got? When we had like Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader, I know it was a part of the tournament, but it was like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like, this is this is what I want to see. Like, they do that with the men every week, where it's like, oh, we're getting these cool men. Even Private Party. Who gives yeah. a fuck about Private Party? They hey, gave them hey. the main event of Rampage last week. Oh, boy. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> there's a lot with the women's division. Um, and let's let's transition right over to another women's match. So we Kara Hogan and Jade Cargill versus Athena and Willow Nightingale, who were always happy when Willow gets some TV time. And Yay. she actually has a match on the um what's the buy-in for ROH called, Kyle? Zero hour. Zero hour, which is awesome, right? It's Willow versus um Allison K, which would be a great match. Uh but yeah, so we don't know if it's an injury or if it's a COVID-related thing, but Layla Gray, who's like the the whatever baddie, I can't think of the word. Oh, the, the inter, interim baddie. Interim, she's an interim baddie while Red Velvet is dealing with her injury. Um, she's not on the show, so instead of it being a, tri- uh, a trios match, it's a regular tag match. But even this match, like, did it even happen? Like, it, 
you don't it, it happens in between all these great things and you forget what even happened but kyle do you remember what happened during this match i remember the aftermath but not necessarily the match uh, it, it's i hate to say it, it's tough I, I remember bits and pieces like i remember like will nightingale's like really cool like flip on the outside <laughs> mm-hmm. but like it's tough too like now it's just getting like you know like i said before like we're tired of the jericho thing we're tired of the women being booked in the same slot every night i think yeah. like people would get more invested in it if they're booked in other time slots whether it be a match like hey britain jamie are going to be in action if you book that in the 830 slot of dynamite sure at least we got it in an 830 slot of dynamite and not between 915 and 940 i really really would pay a million dollars to know why that time slot is like the dedicated time slot for the women there's i don't if people want to come at me with these stupid excuses like oh that's when people are tuning in more some dumb shit that i've seen on twitter like no all those reasons are stupid and they're not the reasons those are crouton answers Okay, I want to know the actual reason, legit reason, why between 9.50 and 9.45, every single week, no matter what's on TV on another channel, it's always mm-hmm. booked the same time. Does not matter. Why is and there listen, not a woman's match at 8.30 or 8.45? Why? Why? Next week at, at Fight for the Fallen, it's Thunder Rosa versus, um, what's her name? I forgot uh, her name already. Me, me you, me. Anyway, 9.15, yeah. book it. <laughs> no, it's not going to be because it's a title match. So the title matches usually for the women happen in the first hour because technically they have a 60-minute time limit because they're a title match. So those usually end up being booked beforehand, even though we know it's not going to go 60 minutes. But the point is that they'll get like a 15-minute match. But it's like it shouldn't take that for them to – it shouldn't take that for them to actually be booked better, Yeah, which is what's annoying. Yeah, I understand. I, I really don't get it. And uh, I think it would really, it's weird. In my mind, no one has to agree with me. In my mind, if, if Rampage was booked at a better time slot and was live every week, I think it would help a lot. Yeah. You can spread it out pretty evenly there. Because clearly he does it regardless. He's, he, there's women's matches almost on every single Rampage. So, but I just, it's, it's in a horrible time slot. Even for the men, it's in a horrible time slot. It was a men and women at 10 o'clock. Eastern on a Friday night is a terrible time slot. Who cares about SmackDown? Compete with them or put it at 7 o'clock if you're going to keep it an hour. Either move it to 7 o'clock or make it two hours, put it 7 to 9. Make it a watchable time slot. 10 o'clock is hurtful. It, it sucks. Most of your viewers are East Coast and beyond. It sucks. Shout out to Nate, Shout out to Nate in the chat. Yeah. What was the reason? <laughs> What the was Car- the reason? <laughs> that that Cardi, Cardi B. Yeah. Cardi B. <laughs> but Jackie, uh, what, what do you think of all this? So aside from our obvious complaints and everything, there were some some moments here in this women's match that I feel like, okay, I will be honest. I have to give Dynamite a watch back a lot of times. We watch uh, Dynamite together in Discord a lot of times we have conversations going on. Oh, it's chaotic. I have horrible, <laughs> horrible attention deficit. So I'm like, I got to go back and, and watch um, and, and pay attention to like some details and stuff like that. I think there are some glimmers of things that are happening in particular with Athena and Jade Cargill. 
there seems to be like they're building up that Athena could potentially be the one to take the title off of Jade Cargill. Um, Jade mm-hmm. has, it, it, I know you're going to mm me, but it's the way that they make Jade look. Okay. Jade has historically been built to be like um, very self-assured, very confident, like not a single um, chink in the armor, so to speak. But Athena looks like somebody that is challenging her in, in a way that is like, I, I'm not necessarily one step ahead of you, but I'm almost there. There were some moments where it's like she was catching her slipping. And whether or not that's them alluding to like her getting to that point, I don't know. But it looks if you're like you're not going to book Athena to be the next top woman in division, you can't have her win. Because after that, what's Jade? If, if Athena goes on and beats Jade and then loses mm-hmm. it like a few months later, then you just spent all that time booking Jade for nothing. I mean, that, well, isn't that the problem, though, a lot of times with these long undefeated streaks, though? Not really. Just I mean, the- with, a, with a new company, sure. Or with an, if a company was established for like years and years, yes. But with a new company, when you're starting to build stars... You're only three years old. I know, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, when you have somebody that goes undefeated for that long. When WWE started, it was Bruno San Martino for, like, four years. Yeah, but that's, that. but that's, (laughs) but you're talking an excessive amount of time at that point. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's like, you're not going to have Athena take, or, or anybody take down Jade, and then have another streak as long as Jade's. That would just be, like, that that's well, over. You don't have to do point. that, but like the next person that wins it is going to need to be a big deal. It's got to be like they're got to be transcended into like the Jade Brit Thunder Rosa level of like that's where you have to book them from now on. Because right, it's got to mean a th- it's a big thing to for them to take off. Take, of course doing, it is, but but Athena is also somebody. It doesn't. Who's f- been I don't feel level, like, like it, she's going to be the one. She's great. I can't see her being the one that's going to be that person. So I, 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 I'm 50-50 with you guys, right? It should be either Athena or Chris Statlander. But I think that putting that belt on Jade completely discredits what that belt is supposed to be. It's supposed to be the woman's version of the TNT title, which changes a lot, which is constantly defended. Jade never defends well, it that title. a lot now. It didn't used to. No, but not, not necessarily change a lot, but it's defended a lot. Like, that's the TV yeah. title. Like, you need that needs to be defended... A lot. And yeah. with Jade, they don't because they're trying to keep her undefeated streak, you know, clean, right? They're trying to keep mm-hmm. her undefeated as long as possible. But in my opinion, she needs to be moved up to the women's, the, the world championship division. Like, I want to see Jade versus Thunder Rosa, Jade versus Britt Baker, Jade versus Tony Storm. Like, I, she's she's surpassed she what that – and she will, but I want to see her moved out of it because I want that belt, the TBS title, to be – um have challengers like Ty and Anna and Penelope mm-hmm. and Bunny and all these women mm-hmm. who are like in the company's eyes, mid-level women, especially if you're bringing in all these stars, like if they bring in Dakota Kai, like, come on, Dakota Kai yeah. was a huge star in NXT. So it's like, let them have the world championship division and let's build like they already built Jade. It's all there's done. You created a megastar. Let's start elevating her even more. 
and let's bring in let's have Statlander run that division. That'd be a lot of fun. I think Statlander's going after the main like, title from what their promo said. Like before, with the promo with Athena, like they, yeah, they, they were hinting towards Athena or Statlander going towards a world title and Athena taking that belt off. But like I I agree with you there. It's just that you I think you really do need someone that's if you're gonna if you've built Jade to this point. The way they built Jade, the person that takes the belt off them, it's got to be a big deal, and you got to continue that momentum. You can't just lose it to someone who's going to lose their momentum two months later yeah. when they well, yeah. change hands to someone or, like, you know, someone bigger comes in and they decide to put the TBS belt on them because then what the hell was the point of building Jade for two years? But, see, that's why it should be Statlander. Even though the promo happened, they've been building Statlander slowly but surely in the last year since she's returned from injury. They've redone her whole character. She's more serious. So everyone could like her, not just the people yeah, like us sure who like having a good time. But like, right, it should be her. But even if it's Athena, she could hold the belt for a few months and then lose it. Or fancy book, just yep. hold it until uh, Sasha gets here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha got locked for the world title. But... Um, <laughs> From that, let's talk about the first match of the night, which I think was booked beautifully in, in a way that none of us saw coming, which is Darby Allen versus Brody King. And this match was a mauling. Jackie, we're watching this laughing our heads off because, oh you know, usually when you see a match like this, a guy like Darby Allen ends up winning somehow, but not here. Brody King just beat the fuck nope. out of him. God. What a crazy match this was to start the show destroyed him i'm like i feel like i was witnessing a murder and like you said it, we we were waiting for like oh god it's gonna be like brody like straight up mauling this man and then somehow darby like you know coming up from underneath like the underdog that he is and picking up the win um but no it was another episode of darby please don't die <laughs> and brody like brody picked up the win but yep. But, but that the, the aftermath is what got me because we see Miro coming out mm. with the shades on, and yep. one, of, one, the, eye was one of the eye is the eyes is darkened out because he, as we know, at Forbidden Door, he got misted in the face. He cut that promo where he was talking about, like, does he turn over to the dark side? Does he stay with his God? There's this whole dilemma. And, you know, now we're wondering, it's like, are we leaning towards the potential of Miro in the House of Black? Or mm -hmm. are we going to get ourselves a Miro versus Malachi? Yeah. Now, which, yes, Kyle, I know you're going over I'm there just, and you're like, we, oh. we just seen this with Pac. We literally just seen this with Pac. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I'm, so what I'm leading towards is that it, it's the build of intrigue and I freaking love to see shit like that. And it's just, it's great because you get somebody who cuts these amazing promos the way that Malachi does. And you get somebody who cuts these amazing promos the way that Miro does. And I'm like, Yes, inject this into my veins. This is amazing. But we also get Malachi spit in the mist and Sting's face. That is someone I can see turning, 100%. Because I think that Sting and Darby thing, it's run its course. There is a way to get, to, you know, keep Sting interesting. Have him go dark. Mm -hmm. Be like a dark Sting. Do you imagine the face paint that he can do with, like, his makeup mixed in with, like... For the love of God, don't do Joker Sting. 
No, no, that's that, that's God, no. that's an impact. They, they don't they you've noticed they haven't brought anything over from Impact. They they AW's like nah, we ain't doing anything. We pretend that never existed. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that uh, that's interesting. It was funny. We joked while we were watching this match. <laughs> Me and Phil were like. You know, can you imagine like these two are just sitting backstage, like getting ready for this match? You know, okay, so you're just gonna whoop my ass. You're gonna throw me into this. You're gonna throw me into that. You're just gonna kick the shit out of me. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. great, good. You're Let's gonna get pick me there. up on my belt, throw yep. me into the bottom rope. <laughs> <laughs> like he took a beating. Like that was nuts. I was not expecting Darby to. to I, I literally was waiting for Darby to do this big, like you know, the comeback after almost like a hot getting a, the hot tag in a tag team match. But nope, we just got Brody absolutely demolishing him. I see a lot of people on Twitter, man. A lot, not even before, before this, even after this, saying they see world champion in Brody. I don't know if I do yet. I don't necessarily see it yet, but I see a lot of potential in him. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not that world champion yet, yeah. but no, uh, he does have potential. Like that was a great match, and we've seen a lot um, people that are familiar with him in the Indies, and you know people that may not have seen him in the Indies, but now have watched him on AWTV. There's a lot of potential in this guy, so. He's a big guy that can move and can sell and does his job with, with everything, man. He, he's, he's a perfect, uh, not the perfect wrestler, but, you know, perfect in the, in the spot that he's in. But, uh, yeah, the Sting getting sprayed, 100% can see him turning. Miro, no. I think it's the same situation as Pac. I think, you know, he's stuck in that between phase. Like, do I accept the House of Black or do I not accept the House of Black? And he's not going to. And then we're going to get a grudge match between... Him and Malachi are going to have an unbelievable match together. Oh, my God. We got a glimpse of it at Forbidden Door, but those two in a singles match, God, that's going to be insane. Yeah, and then eventually Malachi and Sting at some point, which is a huge deal, which we're bringing in those trios title. If Sting doesn't turn. I want House of Black to win. I want House of Black to win, especially with the Dark Order in shambles. With Bucks and Hangman and Ken, like everything's kind of all up in the air. We're undisputed, um, elite, all injured. Let House of Black win, right? They're they're the ones who have been stuck. You know, they're strong, they're complete. I know Buddy is hurt right now, but I I, I want House of Black to win. Is he hurt? Give me House training? of Black everything. I know Nate will appreciate that. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, I send it. I've already joined House of Black. I don't know if you saw my great picture that I posted on Twitter. Oh, I've already that. joined House of Black. Um, <laughs> you brought up a team, and and I think I know we've talked about it on the show before, but like, is it gonna? Do we really? Th- do we think Dark Order is like done? Done? Like, are we gonna get like a no. full on, or is someone gonna bring them back together? Like a new leader, either a new leader or someone on the roster joins and brings them back. Like, what's like? I really want to know what's gonna what's gonna go on because now that like it's almost like it's crazy that like it took Grace, it, it took uh. Grayson. Um, why am I calling him Grayson? Stu Grayson, yeah. Cool. Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson. And yeah. um and and Alan Angels to leave to to literally shatter everything, right? And those two were like, I wouldn't say they're the least relevant, but they are like the least focal pointed on TV and, and through like they, they are more focal point on BTE than they were on AWTV. But like it took them leaving. For them, like on TV, to everything just to go to shit, and like it's like, like are they even like is, is Dark Order thing anymore? Like Anna's doing her own thing. Clearly, Anna's joined the JAS now, so Anna's not a Dark Order member anymore. Now there's only four. 
Like they literally did. They had Anna join two weeks after they said the Dark Order is fine. We're still together. <laughs> like, so is it together? <laughs> are, 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 are now we get next going to get Reynolds and Silver just to be like, you know what? Like we're just going to go be a team on our own now. You know, sorry, Uno and 10, but we're out of here. Like, like we're in a weird position. Yeah. It's weird. Because it's like damn if they do, damn if they don't, right? Because like in one aspect, even though with everything that's happening in WWE, it doesn't seem like Bray Wyatt would come to AEW right now. But then he would turn to Dark Order evil again. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're just going to stay being lovable losers. Yeah, there's too I think many. The biggest there'll, there'll be too many problem, two evil factions, right, in the company. And it'll be too much. I don't know if that's. I think the, yeah. The, yeah. the biggest issue that Dark Order has is that the most popular people in Dark Order are um, Silver and Reynolds. But the tag team division has been in fucking disarray since the Lucha Brothers won, right? They haven't booked them strong. I mean, we're seeing FTR being number one contenders since fucking April, and they don't even get reference on the show that uh, storyline-wise why they haven't had a title shot yet. That division is all over the place in the last year, which sucks because they they still have the strongest tag How team division in that? any company. How come it never gets mentioned? And they're literally the hottest team in the hottest it's tag crazy. team in all of wrestling in any it's company. Crazy. They're the hottest team right now, and it but never gets mentioned on TV that they're the number one contenders. So but, and, but that comes all the way down to the bottom with Dark Order, right? There's no reason why Silver and Reynolds shouldn't get more screen time. Because they're super entertaining, right? And we're starting to see a little backstage segments here and there lead to something, but like keep that momentum going. Like, you know what will be a lot of fun? Silver and Reynolds versus 2.0. That'd be an incredible feud. That'd be so much fun. How about Dark Order? Maybe, maybe, guys, maybe our our prayers are answered, okay? Because there is no single star in Dark Order yet. So the feud can't possibly last forever. Maybe we're getting Dark Order versus JAS. Oh, God. With this Anna J thing, maybe that leads to that, but maybe that there's no one in that group for Jericho to feud with, so that yeah. feud can't go on forever, right? Maybe we do get 2.0 and Daniel Garcia versus, you know, yeah. the Dark Order or something. Like that. That'd be cool. They need to do something because, be like, you came out two or three weeks ago saying like, "Oh, Dark Order's fine," and it's gone now, and it just looks like it's phasing out. And then if it does, like, what do you do with Negative One? Like, do you do, do you continue to do stuff with him? Like, he's I think Anna J is gonna be like Statlander in the sense of technically, yes, Statlander is not in the best friends anymore, but she's still like cool with them, you know, okay. like she's still like hot backstage segments, but like she's over here doing this other thing by her with Athena. I so think she's, she's doing like, bad guy stuff, but cool with the fit baby say, faces. She's a heel, then she's not gonna be, I don't know, it's it's, it's just, weird, gonna it's get weird. convoluted. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully things clear up. Usually, I mean, with this company in the past, when stuff like this has been like in like a tornado and we're on the it's going, it's eventually cleared up and we get like a a, a direction and you know everything kind of unfolds. So right now it's pro we're probably just in that <laughs> in that time frame of like everything's just all over the place and there's a method to all this madness. I'm hoping, fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers but, crossed. I mean, it sucks. I, I have, and I don't want to blame it on that, but I have to think that a lot of the injuries, and there's a lot of injuries, have messed a lot of things up. So, like, storylines are getting rewritten, like, weekly almost mm-hmm. by Tony Khan. So, he probably, like, had the whole summer booked with everybody, and now he's had to and rewrite since up. the beginning of June. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, man. 
it's tough. I mean, speaking of something that looks to be rewritten in a way we didn't expect. So Luchasaurus and Christian Cage have a match against Varsity Blondes. Christian and Luchasaurus win. Who cares? We knew that was going to happen. The thing that I want to talk about, right, is so afterwards, Jungle Boy comes back. Looking sleek. He got his oh, what a black leather jacket on, right? Huge pop from the crowd. The crowd was, everybody in that building was singing his song. There wasn't one person not singing his song. If you guys go back 100%. and listen clearly, like the commentary had to be turned up. <laughs> yep. Because it was so loud in there, yeah. which is great, right? They're doing a good job building him as a baby face. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy get face to face, and we're like, oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to get to this uh, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus match sooner than we thought. But no, Luchasaurus lets him go and attack Christian. Kyle, did you think we would get this the way this that we over. got it? No, but I don't think this is over. Mm-hmm. I think Luchasaurus is still evil. Okay. He, he kind of just moved out of the way. I think, I want to think, I'm hoping it goes this way. If not, it's kind of a short-term feud, and he probably could have dragged it out until closer all out. But that's what makes me think that because we're so we're still a little bit away from all out, that it's not going to happen yet that they're back together. I think Christian and Luchasaurus plan this out. And, um, or Christian will come out and say, like, I knew you were coming back, you know, and, you know, I, I told Luchasaurus to move out of the way if you came out and something like that. I don't know. I, I have a gut feeling that, or they're going to be back in the ring and Luchasaurus is going to turn on Jungle Boy. Like, there's going to be some sort of, either backstage thing or in the ring where, you know, Luchasaurus and, and, and Jungle Boy come out together, but then Luchasaurus turns on Jungle Boy. I can see that. What do you think, Jackie? Theory. Um, I won't even say similar. I had the same theory, maybe not down to the exact details, but I was like, this seems kind of suspicious. Uh, shout out to sus. Ant who was it's a, little <laughs> it's a little sus. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Ant who was watching in the Discord chat with us for saying like, "Wow, they made me care about Luchasaurus for like two weeks, and then they like <laughs> At, <laughs> they Ant hates turned any it around." <laughs> Ant hates any character that's about fun, right? Yeah, yeah, but um, I don't know. Like when uh when he moved out the way, I was like, something seems weird to me. Like I feel like they're gonna they're gonna swerve us again. And that potentially this is not over and done with, but we did but, get uh, we got a we got our jungle man sighting. He came back out. He had the beard going on, uh, you know. So, so I think we we called that grown and what what do we call him? Grown and sexy jungle man <laughs> made his appearance. Yeah, um, and the best part is now that Anna Jay yeah. is in the fucking black hole group. That the black there's hole. No way. There's so no way Christian has going after her. to go after JAS. He doesn't want to be stuck in the black hole for eight months. <laughs> but it was a cool moment. Like the, I love the, yeah. the aesthetic of it too. Like they kept the music playing while Jungle Boy was chasing yeah. Christian through the crowd, which made it look cooler. Like that was just the one time awesome. I liked that they kept the music playing. Not yeah. that stupid fucking hardcore <laughs> match. Oh, I know uh, nothing. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, well, and guess who was in that match? The black hole group. <laughs> The black hole. The black, <laughs> the black hole. Society. Jesus Christ, bro. The BHS. So now, the black hole society. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, Jackie. And everybody in the chat. We're going to get to the FTR promo, but I'm saving it, right? I'm saving it. I want to end with that. And that's the end of the show. Thank you guys yeah. for tuning in today. <laughs> yeah. 
So the the last match that I want to talk about on Dynamite, because I don't give a fuck about that Ricky Starks match. I don't care about Cole Carter with a fucking K. I don't care that he was in NXT. Hey, yeah, put I some respect. Fucking on, put some respect on that with fucking, a K. Respect. Okay? Fucking wish.com fucking Austin Theory. <laughs> like, is he also talking to underage fucking girls? I don't know. But it's just, I'm, <laughs> I'm over it, bro. Stop bringing in these fucking people to TV who I don't care about. Bro. I'm so shocked TV. that he was make he made his AW debut on TV. Like, why didn't he? Wait, listen, why was he not in dark for a couple of weeks? What's his name? Did that Ryan Nemeth did that. So they, they have a history of doing this where people make their debuts on TV. I get it. But like, I don't care. The FTW title is fucking stupid. We can all see, you know, I think Carrie texted me, Rob texted me. We brought it up in our thing. Like clearly this might be them going in the direction of Ricky Starks versus Hook at All Out, right? We can kind of see the ball rolling yeah. in that direction, especially Kyle's. Listen, as much as we didn't like the segment, I guess we could talk about the ending because I've never oh, heard God. this man Kyle laugh so much when Ricky Starks was like, and Danhausen. Kyle <laughs> fucking popped so huge, okay? And and they'll be fun, right, next week. It'll be cool. But, like, I hate the FTW title. Get that shit out of the company. There's too many titles. Especially on a guy like Ricky Starks you now who's like yeah, he's he's good. becoming yeah, yeah. like like fiery hot right now. Like he's yeah. people are like are seeing a lot of uh young like heel rock in him. Mm-hmm. Like the way he presents himself, he cuts promos, his charisma, which is funny because someone screenshotted <laughs> perfect screenshot of the rock in his Shark Week commercials, which is hilarious because Jackie called him uh, Dwayne the Stone Johnson. <laughs> when yeah, he was hilarious. another pop. He was looking. Pop. It was the picture in picture, and he was looking at the the rock in the commercials. With his face was pointed towards the match that yeah, was going rock. on, and Ricky Starks was looking at the rock. Yeah, it was like a perfect. perfect like moment. Oh man, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool because there's the famous Ricky Starks photo where he reincarnated the rock's like uh, the famous Halloween look. outfit look. Yep. Um, but man, Ricky Starks, what a star! And like the the way he does his, his promo is just like that. He does it the same style as the rock, where he's like. Yeah, fine. Next week for the FCW Championship, <laughs> Ricky Starks versus eh, Dan Hansen. <laughs> it's something The Rock would do, right? <laughs> That's exactly I'll, something The Rock would I'll, do. Like yes, Ricky Starks is. has that charisma level, so get that stupid belt off of it. Yeah, get that belt out of here. I hate that belt. Oh. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. But we have Best Friends versus Wheeler Yuta and John Moxley. We finally get to see the Best Friends and Wheeler Yuta have a confrontation it ended in a really fun way because a lot of people on Twitter were noting that the move that Wheeler Yuta used to win is not a move that he learned from the Blackpool Combat Club. It's a move that Chuck Taylor taught him. So this beautiful storyline of like Wheeler Yuta being their son and they had to like go against him, which was really cool. But Jackie, what do you think of this as a match? Because it was a lot of the, fun. The match is really, really good. I think Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta showed up and showed out in this match. I love the callback to the fact that it's like, you know, Wheeler Yuta going against his old pals and the best friends. Um, Nate and I were talking during this match and we were saying that the best thing that could have happened for Wheeler Yuta was breaking away from the best friends and joining up with the BCC because that guy has had an ascension in AEW like I don't think anybody has in this company. He's just been like, He's been stellar. I just, I can't say enough good things about him. I know when you guys dubbed me with the Jackie Wheeler Yuta thing, I shit all over <laughs> it in the beginning. Um, but I had to eat my words because Wheeler Yuta is that dude. 
Um, Some would say the moment that you guys wed and became one is the moment he became great and then became the pure champion. Coincidence? I think mm. not. I think not. What's going I on, Jackie? Not. What's going on there? I think not, right? I All of a not. sudden, Willa Yuta is this fucking, <laughs> this mat technician after being bewed to Jackie. <laughs> I, I I think he always had it in. Where's my invite to this wedding? Extra, what the hell? You know, that <laughs> I didn't get invited either. I'm the one who put them together. I'm, I'm the one who, who introduced them to he each other. He was a freaking matchmaker. I, yeah. I think Jackie also forgot that I'm on Elite POV is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. oh my yeah. God. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're, not, we're not going there. But no, like I, even the way that they work this out where it's like it starts off as a wrestling match, but then kind of like escalated into a fight. The tension was building and you know, like, BCE is kind of canon in a way where, you know, Trent never really liked Wheeler Yuta, yeah, and that hilarious. definitely came across in this match. Um, but I think a lot of times, like, much like the way that people see Orange Cassidy, like, a lot of people sleep on the best friends and think that, you know, they're this goofy duo, but they forget that they can really mix it up in the ring, and they definitely showed that in this match. Um, I love the way that Mox comes across as, like, he gets very defensive of you to like he came after freaking Chuck with a chair like he was throwing the chair at no, him yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> like it's like you know like don't come after my son like you know like I'll freaking beat your ass. But, like no, it was I I just thought the the match overall was really really great. Um, but like you said at the end like that touch like with the I think it was a seatbelt pin or something like that and then Orange Cassidy's on. Uh, commentary and goes like you know chuck taught him that got pissed yeah (laughs) got pissed and threw the headset down and it's just like it's just great storytelling all around and it was a great match so i loved it i mean see this is why i need to start listening to the commentary because i completely missed orange cassidy say that yeah (laughs) you gotta listen to commentary commentary at all i got a bt question yeah do you think there's a reason why it never gets advertised on dynamite or rampage it never gets brought up. Never. I think it's it's their, they it's never their mention way it. Of, they never say. By the way, BT every Monday on the Being Elite. I think it's like, their way of of picking and choosing what they want to be canon. It's just didn't mm. they used to? I yeah. feel like they used to once upon a time, and then they just stopped. Like it's just like a Maybe. simple little ad pop up in the bottom, and Tony Schiavone midway through a match going. By the way, you can catch a new episode of BTE. Live every Monday. And it's like, Excalibur's it's like, fucking race that he does like, every what, like, all, like, everybody on the show is basically from AEW, and you're doing shit backstage at AEW. It's literally the Young Bucks traveling to their shows. It's literally Brandon Cutler's footage from in the ring. Why is this not advertised at all? Weird. I don't get it. Like, it's a weird they, they, and they, they, they literally reference every, like, a lot of shit on BT. On TV, like they don't say it from BT. I bet you, I bet you, if you go back to the really early episodes of AEW Dynamite, I, you know, if there was a way for you to go back and stream, cough, cough, um, (laughs) you would see that they reference it because I could swear they did that in the earlier episodes, but they just don't do it. Speaking of ways to stream, fuck you, AEW. Okay, (laughs) what? Fuck you for forcing us for forcing us to buy the Ring of Honor pay-per-view on fucking Bleacher Report, okay? Let's talk about that bullshit, okay? Luckily, Jackie is going to be in the building because she has the worst luck with Bleacher Report of all of us. Oh, I sure do. So I got a question, though. Do you guys get Fight TV at all for anything? No. Yeah. No? Not for AEW, no. not for AEW. Okay. No. No. Which is annoying because that app is better. It's it's an app that is actually functional. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, Bleacher Report 
Everybody has issues with it. I wonder it why. It always fucks up. I really wonder that there has to be a reason why that... Because you, you think he would have... You've gone, gone into the Fight TV thing for, for US, right? There's got to be... It, it can't be AW's fault. There's got to be some sort of legal right or maybe the Fight TV can't... Ha- I don't know. It's not like you they can't handle it. just want the option, Right. Like, listen, that's what I mean. WWE had the network. You can still buy a pay-per-view. It's a, it's a revenue. Cable. It's a revenue source. So I don't understand. There has to be a reason why that AEW is not no shown on there. Why? It's something we don't know. We though. I'm, I can't not be able to. I, I highly it. doubt it's Tony Khan saying, no, fuck fight TV. Because <laughs> we get it everywhere internationally. So. They probably signed an exclusive yeah, deal with Bleacher Report. But like, if Ring of Honor is separate from AEW, let me fucking use Honor Club. They stopped Honor Club. Honor oh. Club is on a hiatus right now. Anybody, if you have Honor Club, you're not getting. I was actually gonna. That's actually how I was gonna buy the pay per view tomorrow. No, it's not. Well, it, it, there isn't an Honor Club right now. It's it's on hold. Wow. They're refiguring it. Okay. Yeah, wow. and the last Ring of Honor pay per view I bought on Fight. I bought, I bought it on Honor. No. Yeah, me too. I got, I got Honor, an Honor, Club. Honor Club. Yeah, I got an Honor because it was just ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. how why would you not do that? But the crazy thing is, like, you're and and we'll transition right over to this. But like FTR and the Briscoes are being promoted on your show. A lot of people are going to watch it, and they're going to go on Bleacher Report. And it's going to be a fucking disaster. So why? What is? Why fair. is it bad? Like what happens to you guys? It it, it glitches a lot. It kicks really? you out. Remember at Double or Nothing, I started the first fucking ten minutes of the show. I missed because it, it didn't uh, acknowledge the fact that I made a purchase. I wonder if there is a con. Maybe it's a, it's a contract they sign with them, and they can't get out of it legally. It's just, it's so bad. Like, if you think, you know, you're, you're filling more seats in these arenas, you could fill up a fucking 20-seat arena yeah. like nothing. I mean, we saw the way these Grand Slam tickets sold this past week. How many people you think are watching at home around yeah. the world? Like, you have to give the option I imagine of a good they service are, to show it. I imagine, though, it's just going to be for short big. As soon as they figure out this streaming service, like, they're you, you got to think that maybe they're going to go the WWE Network route, maybe. And we're going so my to... source, my private source just texted me. Okay. Bleacher Report <laughs> is a part of Turner Media. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, Carrie texted me. You, your you private go. source. <laughs> my inside your, source. Your private dancer. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Hangman Page. Uh, Carrie, by the way, Phil probably told you already, but we're going to tell you anyways. We've uh, secured a vehicle for the trip. We have a rental carry. We, we have don't a rental. have to worry about Ubers. Yeah, don't worry about Ubers. We'll be out here. We, we don't have to worry about chauffeur poor... Kyle is here. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'll be driving us around. See, when you guys see the videos that are going to come from this, because we're going to look all, like we're driving the mystery. We're going to make the fucking foreigner videos. drive. What? No, let it drive. No. Are you crazy? Are you joking? I, he, are you? he calls me from from when he's driving. He's not driving the freaking rental vehicle, okay? I, I'm drive. using I my credit card. I'm driving the thing, okay? I have a clean record. I'm driving the All thing. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. This is a seven-person van. We're gonna be driving like we're in a freaking episode of Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a it's like a, it's like an eight-passenger van. We're, we're gonna be we're gonna be hopping out like fucking New Japan and shit. We're we're just gonna be hitting the towns. Yeah. <laughs> but now the the one thing I want to talk about before we get out of here, um, so we have the FTR promo. Oh, and it's one of those things where we're like, all right, they're going to get us hyped for the match. Um, you know, Dax is just Dax is the wrestler of the year. I don't give a fuck who you bring in. Dax is the wrestler of the year. It's more than just winning titles and winning this. Like 
every time Dax goes out there, he's the talk of the town. Whether it's a promo, whether it's a match, whether it's whatever, Dax is always the one to be talked about when it's happening and then after it happens. So we get this great promo, and then all of a sudden, Dax drops a line that as soon as he said it, I was like, Jackie, I know you're crying. (laughs) I know you're crying, Jackie. Dax gives this great promo talking about, oh, um, I knew this eight-year-old girl. She had a heart condition, and she fought. And, you know, the the, the hole in her heart went away. And that's so this Saturday, I'm going to fight like an eight-year-old girl. And that eight-year-old girl is his daughter. And now, you know, a day or two later, Pro Wrestling Tees puts up a shirt, fight like an eight-year-old girl, 100% of the pro tees, proceeds going to a cause, going to a the Heart Foundation. Not the Heart Foundation. What's it called, Jackie? Yeah, Not like Bret Hart on my the American, the American Heart Association. It's all going to that. It's all great. It's all amazing. Jackie, you finally stopped crying two days later. <laughs> Tell me what it was like hearing this promo. Um, it's It was incredible. Uh, Dax has a way of really captivating an audience because I always say it's not a promo with him. Um, it's, it's more like a proclamation. I think it's like, he goes out there and he really just fills his, his heart out into the ring. He's, he's going out there and he's speaking hundred percent the truth. Um, and I think that resonates with a lot of people. And I think that what has really captivated the the audience and has gotten everybody uh, 100% on their side is that they're not trying to be something that they're not. They're not trying to portray a character that is 100% who they are. They're very authentic. And um, he goes out there and he's he's telling his story. And how much realer does it get then as a parent going out there and talking about what is probably one of the scariest and most traumatic uh, things that can happen. You know, your, your little girl has a heart condition that could potentially require open heart surgery and she's fighting to survive and, and she's overcoming. And for him to say, like, if your little girl can fight, you know, for something that's not promised, then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fight, the way that she deserves to be fought for. And if that doesn't get your blood pumping and make you want to freaking run through a wall and just like overcome every damn obstacle in your life, I don't know what the hell does. So it just, it really makes you think that everything that they do is 100% passion driven. And I really just like, I, I can't speak enough about Dax as a as a as a wrestler, as a person, as a performer, um, and Cash is as well because you could tell like he was in the he was you know nodding along and you could tell he was getting a little emotional as well. But going into Death Before Dishonor, you know that they're gonna give everything a hundred and fifty freaking percent. That match is going to be off the charts and. Um, I just can't freaking wait to see what what these guys are going to do against the Briscoes. It's going to be it's going to be next level. I just know it is. Uh, what'd you think of the promo? Oh, it got me because I didn't know where it was going. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is he talking about? I was I was confused. I was very confused. And then like as soon as he like he mentioned what he was talking about, I'm like, oh, OK, like it hit me like a brick wall. It just kicked me in the face. Oh, 
it was that was in, incredible and what a way to to build up the intensity and the passion that's going into this match and you know what it, it yes it's a real story and it's really cool that they share their life stories with that but it's also helping build this, this pavery because you're creating that story that ftr is battling like like dax is going to be battling for his daughter you know getting that motivation that he got that that she got for what she went through for him for this match on on saturday it's just man and you go back to what they had that sit down interview the other day like that was in, intense as well like this is going to be an unreal match and, and I, you add the element of the fact that tony khan has said that in the media call for a death before dishonor that the briscoes are signed long-term the ring of honor yeah so now yeah. it really brings intrigue of what's actually going to happen yeah because if they're not going to do bucks and ftr at all out maybe that could still be a match we don't know um i know matt jack or yeah matt jackson suffered a stinger but it's not that bad um but man if the i know i don't i, I don't know i know that they're it should be the main event that's what i'm trying to say it should be the way they're booking 100% it. Percent agreed. It should be the main event. The, the world title match just got announced this week. <laughs> that shouldn't be your main event if you just announced it this week <laughs> with not a lot of build into it. Yeah. You got a few promos, sure, but like the main event out of all the matches signed to this card is tag is a tag team match. Like you, you, how do you not end the show on that? How do you end the show on a? I mean, no offense to Claudio or Jonathan Gresham, but how do you end the show? How do you not end the show with this tag team match? I, I don't I don't know how you don't do it. Yeah. You it, it it's the one that has the most fan interest. Yeah, right. And shout out to Ant in the chat coming out of nowhere being a menace. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was He's waiting for. Out of you know, I was watching all chat. I'm like, I'm waiting for his name to pop in the chat, whether it yeah. be the the Kirk Rainer account or our our Ethan account. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for it. Ant, <laughs> Ant caught me mid like impassioned like. I, it wasn't a rant, but like I was, I was, I was in the moments, so I, I missed him. The main event is not confirmed. It can't be. That's yeah. not confirmed. Stop it. That is not There's... the main event. It's not Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe hasn't yeah. even been on TV. <laughs> no. There's no way. No. no, that's not even close to the main event. I think he's saying that it's the main event to him. Cool, bro. Cool story. Tell it again. That's not the main event. The main event is FTR and the Briscoes. That's what's selling this pay per view. Yeah. Oh, you don't type. Context, my dude. Context. You're typing in a Twitch chat. Context, my dude. If that's a joke, you put LOL at the end. You don't put it in after. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Tone is very yeah. lost in, in this kind of realm. Anyways, let's wrap so, up. So, yeah, as we get out of here, let's do a little preview of Death Before Dishonor. I'm going to read all the matches. And besides FTR and Briscoes, I want to get what you guys think will be your second favorite match of the night. So I'm going to read off all the matches first. So in Zero Hour, we have Allison Kay versus Willow Nightingale. Then on the main card, we have Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia for the Pure Championship. Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb for the Women's Championship. Samoa Joe versus Jay Lethal for the TV title. The Righteous versus Dalton Castle and the Boys oh, for God. the six-man tag team championship. Huh? So is, are the boys like the people that are like... Like that, that follow him to ringside. Yes, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Then, then we have Jonathan Gresham <laughs> versus Claudio Casanoli, the ROH Heavyweight Championship. So, Kyle, what do you think is going to be your second favorite match of the night? Uh, it'll be a toss-up between Claudio and Gresham, 
and Dano Garcia and Wheeler Yuta. But I think Wheeler Yuta and Gresham is, or sorry, Wheeler Yuta and uh, Dano Garcia will probably get my second match of the night, hundred percent. That that's just going to be, a, you know, pun intended, a pure wrestling match. Those two are just going to go <laughs> absolutely ham on each other. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Yuta and Garcia as well. Jackie, what do you think? I mean, you're going to be there. So what do you think as someone sitting in the crowd is going to be your second favorite match of the night? Y'all just stole my answer, but um, I mean, I got to go Wheeler Yuta, don't I? But um, yeah, Jackie Wheeler for this for the sake of kind of like straying off and, and being different, um, I'm going with the women's match. I'm Whoa. Versus Mercedes Martinez. I think every time Serena Deeb is out there, um, she kills it. So, so not in the women's match, but I see an interesting tidbit saying that Wheeler Yuta is going to retain, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you have John Moxley that's also in the in the Blackpool Combat Club that has the eight interim AW World Title. What if Claudio wins and you have the BCC just on top with three titles? Yeah. Claudio is the world champion. Moxley as the AW World Champion and Wheeler's the the uh, pure champion. That just makes the Blackpool Combat. I mean, I don't want Gresham to lose, but that would be really cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Because it's not... That'd be a huge win for him to beat Claudio. So I don't think they're going to announce the TV thing at the pay-per-view like I thought they were going to because on the the media call, concepts are not... They're they're close, but they're not close yet to a TV deal signed yet. So um, I think we're still going to get another Ring of Honor pay-per-view before we get the TV, unless they announce the TV beforehand. But uh, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility that Claudio walks out the world champion. That would be a huge moment. It would definitely be a huge moment indeed. Yes, well. But but with all that said, thanks for you guys listening to an episode of Elite POV. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Elite POV. Patreon.com slash Elite POV, where you guys help fund our all-out trick trip and we definitely appreciate that thank you guys again if you want to continue to support us patreon.com slash elite pov twitch.tv slash elite pov shout out to everybody who was in the chat most of the people are here every week so shout out to you guys and girls for being in the chat with us every week you make the shows even more fun where we get to talk to you guys it's a lot of fun um then we have elite pov merch.com where kyle the beautiful kyle khan as he's been called this episode, created a all out shirt for us. Make sure you guys get your shirts in as soon as possible. So we can all make sure we're wearing those shirts while we're in Chicago. Yeah. And buy your shirt. (laughs) Cause I know I I bought mine. mine. You guys have the buyers because mine, it'll probably be shorter time for you, but I, I'm glad I bought, I ordered mine now because it's saying estimated delivery between the 18th and 28th of August. Oh yeah, so it's oh gonna be <laughs> so yeah. Make sure you get your shirts, um, so we could all match and be cool in Chicago. And uh, yeah, so Jackie, let them know where they could follow you. And if you know, like you said, if you see Jackie at Ring of Honor, arm length away. Yeah, do do one of these, and then if you don't touch her, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're not joking either. They uh, they will. Come Jackie's to gonna take the chunk, the chunk, the chancleta, whatever that thing's called. Yeah, and that's a weapon. So, <laughs> yes, you can. Yo, I, hold on, Isaac. Where are Grand Slam tickets over two grand? What oh, seats? Yeah, resale. 
What is off top? Resale. <laughs> That's the cheapest ticket. Is two grand? Is no way. There's no freaking no. Jackie, let them know where they Why can follow you. I'm looking on stuff up. Hold on. All right, so you can follow me on Twitter. Check Ticketmaster at Love You Make Twenty Four, and you can find me on Instagram at Jacks to Draw P O V. Yep, Kyle. Kyle, let them know <laughs> what you got going on with follow uh, I, I, You follow me at Kyle P O V. No, you can't follow me there because that's not an account. Yo, resale <laughs> ticket price on StubHub sixty seven dollars. Let's not get crazy. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you can follow me at Holy Kyle on Twitter. Um. A lot of cool EFED stuff. Guys, seriously, if you're listening to this show and you're ever curious about this EFED stuff that me and Ant do, it's so much fun. Um, we put a lot of effort into it. And the people in, the, in our chat that come from this community and other communities that are, just do unbelievable things, people cut their own promos. It's it's amazing. It's myself and Ant commentating over uh, a video game characters. And we have our own company called the Alliance Wrestling Federation, AWF. Um, you can check us out on Twitch live every Sunday, Monday, Wednesday nights. Uh, usually between 6 and 8 Eastern time. Um, that's twitch.tv slash Alliance Wrestling Fed. Um, once you go over there, you can get the link to join our Discord. We have our, our own Discord uh, community that are, are amazing. Like, we have a <laughs> we have a Discord channel. If you guys are familiar with Discord, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So in within the Discord channel, there's other mini channels. So there's one mini channel. <laughs> it's literally called, hang on, I have it here. Um, uh, where is it called? The locker room. Oh, God, everyone's gone. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I totally forgot. I, I take you guys from Discord. Anyways, um, it's called the locker room where everyone talks in character. Way to go, producer. Yeah, everyone talks in character. And then there's a um, other channel where it's out of character, where you can talk to each other out of character. <laughs> But the the locker one, everyone's in character and they're like chirping each other and chirping each other about their matches. Oh, it's so much fun, guys. Honestly, literally, I'm going to work with a couple of guys in the community. We're going to like make a commercial to try to get people to join this and put it out there and stuff like that. But it's so much fun. So much fun. Like Jackie and Phil here have just are going to be having their own faction debut together. So which is great. Um it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun yeah. doing uh, the EFED stuff. Yeah, we- and Isaac, listen, man. I'll give you this on StubHub.com. If you want to sit next to Kimmy, floor two, row D, that is $2,600 each, okay? But there are $60 tickets on StubHub, sir, okay? Yeah. And that's resale. There you go. Mm. So, yeah, if you guys want to follow me, don't. I'm good. <laughs> if you want to follow me, don't. I'm good. Don't follow me. I'm That's all right. right. I, I have. Yeah, I'm all right. Follow Elite PWE on Twitter. That's better. Um, so <laughs> thank you guys for listening to another episode of Elite POV. And just like always, I forgot to come up with a new outro. So I don't even remember the outro. Bye. You don't- Bye. No. Bye. If you you don't need a hat, be a cowboy. See you See later. Ya. Bye. All right. Enjoy Bleacher Report.